Welcome back to the Nuance Podcast. Yes, it's your girl, AZ Truly, a.k.a. Allison Truly, a.k.a. Zorin Truly, a.k.a. whatever you want to call me. I'm back, but I'm in a new location. Um, right now, I'm reporting live from my uh, 2003 Lexus, nothing but luxury. Um, and I am officially an L.A. resident. Yes. Yes. I did it. I made the big move, um, and I wanted to just touch base with you guys, let you know that I ain't forgot, I ain't forgot, and I ain't stopped. However, I did just move to L.A., so you know how that goes. There's a lot of hustling going on, a lot of uh, trying to find parking spaces, a lot of... um, you know, scraping together a few coins for brunch here and there. There's been a lot of wonderful um, things going on. A lot of, like, really cool things that I got set up that hopefully, or no, that will come to be in the next few months. Um, I'm working on getting in the studio, y'all. So we can, we can have interviews. We can, you know, really expand our podcast horizon um but i did want to come to you guys just to give you a little update and talk about a few things just real quick um so this last weekend i actually the my last episodes were about how i was a little nervous about the harriet situation and for those of you who have been living in the cave uh you need to know that recently the movie Harriet No Winslow came out and uh Harriet is about Harriet Tubman about her escape from slavery um leading people to liberation you know the underground railroad that sort of thing um the screenplay was written by Cassie Lemons, I believe, and uh, it was starring Cynthia Ervo, Evo, Ervo. You know Cynthia. She um, has had so many awards. She was the star of The Color Purple on Broadway, um, you know, sang her ass off on that soundtrack. And, you know, she's an all-around, um, all-around pretty good actress, I would say. Um, I 
remember I did have my reservations about whether or not I thought she should be playing Harriet. Um, they put Janelle Monet in there because they love putting Janelle Monet and stuff. I don't come for me, y'all, with your dirty computers and your floppy disks. I love Janelle Monet. Do I think she's the best actress? No. But do I think she's a good actress? Sure. Um, it's just like when they put Common in everything. Common, is he my cup of tea now? But a lot of y'all want to sip on that. A lot of y'all um, like water for chocolate. That's cool. Common ain't for everybody as well as, you know, it is easy for me as an actress to get a little chip on my shoulder because y'all always trying to put these these musicians in these movies and these opportunities so if you're not a musician you're not gonna get in in the movie and if you're not from the uk you're probably not gonna get a chance to play you know any one of your ancestors or uh african-american because we too niggerish to play ourselves um anyway let me get into what i thought about harriet all right, the problem with Harriet. So I went in for a screening of Harriet. Um, there was going to be a Q&A with the director and the cast. However, that Q&A was just some woman, some nice, good-talking black woman asking some boring-ass questions to the cast and crew, but not giving the audience a chance to ask any questions and when I looked around it wasn't nothing but white people in there anyway so not that they was gonna be asking them heavy hidden questions but whatever um so beginning of the movie um you know you find Harriet aka Minty talking to her slave owner about you know getting her freedom her mother was supposed to be free at 45 making her children free, blah, blah, blah. Basically, they go over the motivation for Harriet to be free. All right, fine. Um, I wish that they had went back a little further than where we found Harriet. Um, But that's fine. Uh, I know that the writer wanted to approach this as Harriet being a, a superhero, so, um, what we do know about most Marvel films, most, uh, epic tales is that we find our superhero at their weakest, right? Before we see the evolution of who they are, uh, and whatever crimes they're fighting. However, we found Harriet not necessarily at her weakest, um, at her most controlled though, not having her freedom um enslaved and facing an all-around shitty life um so as the movie progresses um we see that harriet makes her great escape um you know we know that she was brave you know she that we talked a lot about her having these psychic visions and from the very start of the movie um, some of you will understand what I'm saying. From the very start of the movie, there was no, there was no connection. There was no blood memory. It felt very disjointed. It did not feel 
authentic. It did not feel like there was something on the line. And when we're going back into our history and telling these uh, stories of people who who changed the fabric of America, there has to be a connection there. And I feel like, especially as an African-American woman, I wanted to walk in and I wanted to feel so connected to this piece because we've all had our lessons on Harriet Tubman in school, but never did I think I would be, you know, at my age now, being able to go to a movie and see it on, realized on the, on the big screen. But there was definitely... Um, there was a disconnect. Um, her slave owner, they gave him a lot of humanity in this film that I felt was very unnecessary. So as a screenwriter, you get to have your creative liberties, right? So you, you have the history and then you have whatever you want to use your imagination to create. Why the writer decided that we needed the slave owner to to have so much humanity and feel bad for and like not put him like he was one foot in and one foot out of being um our antagonist but he ne he never was being shown in a light where you would hate him, right? He was a slave owner. They known each other since they were young, whatever. Um, supposedly Harriet was his favorite slave. Like this is like a lot of frick frack that we didn't need in this story, but for some reason it was included. Um, we also run into um a black uh tracker or whatever somebody who finds a free black man who who finds slaves that have escaped and returned them to slave masters and from what i know throughout history yes these people did exist but um it wasn't very often um it was a very small percentage of of black men who were free and who would you know, hang around in an area where people are enslaved to try to track down slaves who are trying to escape. Whatever. Didn't need to be included. Was included um, for some reason. Like I said, these people were very uncommon. They did exist. It was a problem for the community. Why this was included not a hundred percent sure. Um, it felt like this character, I think his name was bigger. It felt like instead of making slavery about the dollar sign and about the greed and evilness of the slave owners, it kind of put weight on black men within the community being a part of the issue. Um, it was, I, I don't want to spoil the film for anybody, but again, the only violence that was seen in this film, real violence was between a black man and a black woman. 
I felt like that was unfair, unnecessary, and that was written in. That didn't happen. You decided to put that in. You decided to make the only violence in a film about slavery be between a free black man and a black woman. And then you don't want to have the conversation about that. It just, uh, it was lackluster. It didn't make any sense. I think the casting was off. It was off, off, off. Um, you, It was supposed to be like this epic tale. And it fell short in so many different ways. Um, Harriet, it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. I want everybody to go ahead and get your own opinion on that. But um, I think it was more dynamic to read about who Harriet Tubman was than to see this this film fall short the way it did. Um, obviously, there was some controversy surrounding the casting of Harriet which I think that's where they also dropped the ball. But when we're like looking at the meat and the the meat of what this movie is, is the screenplay. And they fell fucking short on that. They felt, they felt so short. Um, spoiler alert. At the end of the movie, the character who is a free black man is chasing after Harriet, shooting at her, trying to trying to bring her back into slavery, whatever, stop her from freeing slaves. Um, at this point, she is a civil war leader. Um, and he gets shot in the head by the slave owner. That's pretty much the only violence that slave owner, um, you see in the movie is that he's shooting this black man to keep the black man from shooting Harriet. It's just, he becomes a savior somehow in this film. And we all know that is not a true narrative of slavery. It's just not. And you, you cannot make it that way. Um, so after he does that, then Harriet meets with him and they have this like conversation about what it is to be free and why it's important to have freedom and keep in mind this is Harriet motherfucking Tubman she survived slavery she survived rape she survived she is a survivor okay her whole family was broken up sold whatever this is a survivor but in this movie the final scene is her having a conversation with her slave owner and she does not kill him. This is a woman who would take a shotgun to the back of a family member's head if they didn't choose freedom. And she is in front of the very person who has kept her from freedom and kept people from freedom, her family, friends, whatever included but she does not kill him she has a conversation with him and takes his horse and leave what the fuck is this what is that what is that so in the end the slave owner i guess he lives to see another day honey he lives to go whip another woman go rape steal and kill child and then harriet just go on about her business until the sunset
it is just it's it's almost as ridiculous as the conversation I recently heard that a Hollywood executive wanted Julia Roberts to play fucking Harriet Tubman in this biopic. What is what is this? And honestly, it probably would have made more sense to have Julia Roberts in this version anyway. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't I I don't get it. I don't get it, but let me just quote, let me let you know how weird Hollywood is. This was a quote from the executive that wanted Julia Roberts, pretty woman, to play Harriet Tubman. I wanted to turn Harriet Tubman's life, which I studied in college, into an action adventure movie. The climate in Hollywood, however, was very different back then. I was told how one studio head said in a meeting, this script is fantastic. Let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. Let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. So I'm just going to leave you with that. I'm going to leave you with that. And and when I tell you, maybe Julia Roberts would have been better in this movie than what the original casting was. Oh, and before I go, because this is just a short little, just a little something to get your nose wet. Um, Before I go, I do want to share this quote. And I think this is why we know this day and time right now we were not ready for Harriet (laughs) when someone pointed out that Julia Roberts couldn't be Harriet this executive responded it was so long ago no one is going to know the difference no one is going to know the difference and I think that that can be applied to the movie Harriet right now. We get to make our own films. We write them. We don't necessarily produce them ourselves. There were a lot of hands in this movie. And they thought that we weren't going to know the difference. Because it's been so long. But you're not going to rewrite history. You're not going to change the narrative and you're not going to lure me in by somebody who can sing and who can dance. Send her back to Broadway. Don't send her this direction because I don't care how long ago it was. I'm always going to remember.